Thank you for joining me for Central Moments today. For the next month or so, we are going to go on a Bible study adventure, and we're going to walk through chapter by chapter, section by section, the book of Colossians. This is a letter that Paul writes to, interestingly enough, a church that he had never been at. He did not start this church. He had never visited this church before. Most of his New Testament letters are to churches that he knew well, that he'd actually started. So this makes Colossians a fascinating study. It's one of my favorites of Paul's letters. I love the book of Colossians. And it starts right out of the gate with what I call the big three of the kingdom of God. Faith, hope, and love. Now, Paul is uh, starting out this letter in a very standard way. You always introduce in these ancient letters, you introduce yourself first. In our contemporary letters, we always put our name at the end, end of the letter. Sincerely yours, Jim Bradford, or whoever you are. But in ancient letters, you always start by saying who the letter's from. And so Paul introduces himself, and then to who the letter's to. And it reminds me, as he writes about who the letter is to, that we all have a spiritual address and a physical address. Because he will say, I'm writing to the church in Colossae and to those who are in Christ. In Christ is our spiritual address. I hope that's your spiritual address, in Christ, as well as their physical address in Colossae. These were very real churches in very real cities, uh, made of very real people, just like you and me. And he says in the third verse, after that little after the address, he says, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love you have for all God's people. So there's faith and then love. And he goes on repeating those two words again in verse 5, the faith and love that spring from the hope, from the hope stored up for you in heaven about which you have already heard in the message of the gospel. Sometimes for us the word hope gets related to short-term prayer requests. Uh, well, I hope, you know, I'm trusting the Lord that I'll get this job. Uh, I hope my kids turn out. I, I hope I have enough money to retire on. And, and, and we form our prayer requests around those things. But hope for Paul and hope for the New Testament believers was really rooted in eternity. Uh, we're not hunkered down like we're staying in this life for a long time, but we're looking for the hope of heaven. And so it's out of that hope that we belong to another kingdom and that Christ is coming again and we have a permanent home in heaven that out of that, Paul here says, spring our faith and our love. There are the two great commandments, to love God and to love one another. Faith is our relationship with God. Love is our relationship with one another. And hope is our relationship to the future. Now, 1 Corinthians 13, the last, that famous love chapter, the last verse says, now, uh, now here abide faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. The reason the greatest of these is love is because when we get to heaven and our hopes are realized, we won't need faith and hope anymore. But the love of God will surround us. Love never fails. There will never not be love. That, will, that, that, that is God's love today. God's always loved us. He loved the world so much he sent his only son. And he's coming again. And we will be enveloped in fellowship with him for all eternity in heaven if we know Christ. And so faith, 
hope, and love. We won't need faith and hope someday, but love will endure. However, in this passage, he says it's being anchored to the world to come. It's not belonging to the kingdom of this age, but belonging to the kingdom of Christ. Remember, that's where our spiritual address is that causes faith and love to spring up. So let's read it just one more time. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we've heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for the message of the gospel. Thank you for those three amazing realities. Until the day we see you face to face in eternity, we thank you for faith. We pray you'll fill our hearts with faith. I pray that if we don't have a relationship with you, we will put our faith in what you did on the cross for us to take our sins away, to remove the separation between you and us. Thank you for faith. Let it fill our hearts. We put our faith in you, Lord Jesus, today. We pray our spiritual address will be in Christ. And then we thank you for love. Fill our hearts with love for one another. Help your spirit, which fills our heart, to overflow in caring, in being concerned, in reaching out today, in, in ministering to people, and in, 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 in not trying to just get ahead of people and ignore people and be selfish, but help us to truly love the people around us. And we pray that the hope of eternity will, will just be nonstop in our lives. Thank you that we have citizenship in heaven because our spiritual address is in you. Thank you for faith and for hope and for love. Let it mark our lives today. In Jesus' name, amen.